Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this podcast. It doesn't seem like a week goes by that I'm not hearing from someone who is reaching out to us. Maybe it's a question, but sometimes it's just a note of thank you or even just telling us of what God is doing in your context. And we received one of those messages this week from a team that has been listening to this podcast, who is going through training. They're a small team. They're, they're using the resources they have, and they are trying to make Jesus famous, and I'm so excited when I hear about that, when I see that there are churches and, and workers and mission teams who are out there who are using whatever they have. They may not have the greatest equipment, they may not have tens of thousands of dollars, but what they do have is a love of Jesus and a love of the people that they're trying to reach, and they're using anything that they can, using all technology to be able to make Jesus famous. So good on you. Well done. Praise God for what he's doing in wherever you are. Now, you may be using some of these tools and and coming up against some roadblocks. You may have questions. You may have issues. You may not even have started yet with this, and you're just wondering, is this for us? And if you're that small team or a church, if you're if you're wondering, what is using media, specifically social media? But it doesn't have to be that. Just using media to find seekers. I want to make sure that you are aware that on January 26, January 26. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States, we're going to have a new show, a Christian media marketing show, that's going to be a video show, a live show that's going to be going on. It's not going to be a super long show. It's not something that you're going to have to block out a couple hours. But on this show, I will be talking about and trying to answer questions the best that I can uh, that people send to us in advance. We'll have a, a portion of time maybe five to ten minutes, talking about one aspect of Christian media marketing and showing video training on how to do that. And then we'll also have the ability that if you're posting comments or if you have questions even during that portion, because it's live, well, we can answer you live at that point. This show is going to be on our Kavanaugh Media Facebook page. There's also a Kavanaugh Media YouTube page, and the show is being sponsored and in partnership with GNPI, Good News Productions International, out of Joplin, Missouri, and so it will be on their channels as well. It's going to be cross-posted in lots of different places. Just to let you know, we're going to be starting out from the very beginning. We're going to talk about how do you even set up your Facebook business account, your ad account, all of those things, because things are changing. That's even what I'm going to talk about in today's podcast with you. Things continue to change. That's the reason why I don't want to go back to old courses. That's why I want to continue to update all of the courses that we have on our Kavanaugh Media site so that I can try to give you the most relevant information. So we have courses on Facebook marketing, on Google Ads, 
Google Tag Manager. All of that information is there, and we're going to be doing live video training on all of those, including Google Dashboard and other kind of tools that we use a lot in our marketing. So I hope that you will watch that show. We will be continuing to put this podcast out. At times, the content will be the same or very similar to what's happening on the video show, but there may be other times where it's completely different, where we talk about other subjects where I don't need video to explain them. And so both of those are going to be there, and I just hope that you will come and and, and try it out. I understand that for some of you, there's some security risk to that. So even if you're watching, let's say on a YouTube uh, feed, and, and you don't want to post a comment with your name or whatever else, you could always just send us a private message, and we'll try to integrate those as well into the show. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we're not pros. We're, we're just like you. We're just people trying to make Jesus famous, and I'm trying to maximize and scale the best that I can the training that's available. So I'm thankful for GMPI helping us make this show happen. Now, today's podcast, I want to talk to you about something that is happening because Facebook themselves are overhauling the whole page experience. You've probably seen the articles talking about WhatsApp and some of these things, and I talked about that a little bit last week. I don't want to dive into that. I'm really not even talking about that subject, though I will tell you that you're going to see articles now about stuff of encryption and is this safe or whatever. Here's the thing. There, I think there's a lot of stuff we don't know, okay? And there's just a lot of stuff that at times we just have to, to try to do our best. Yes, WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. So if, if you don't like that, then you may want to try a different channel. Telegram is encrypted end-to-end from on the user side, not on the group side. Signal is encrypted. It's open source, which means people can see how it's being done. And, and there's a lot of level of trust and security that actually comes from open source environments. So personally... If, if you're really concerned about security, I like Signal. That's what I'm using. One of the teams that I'm on, that's what we're using. But what whatever you use, okay, just research it, read about it, look at lots of different articles, and, and I think you're going to find that there's answers that are out there. Now, with the Facebook page, they're coming out with a – it's a major update. And one of the things that you're going to see is they're getting ready to remove likes – on these news pages. There's going to be a new layout. There's a new news feed. They're changing how you navigate. They're changing some of the admin controls. They're also, and they put this in there, there's some safety and some integrity features that they're bringing into it. They're even adding a new Q&A type of post. It's really actually interesting what all they're bringing into it, and it is a major update. So let me walk through some of those with you all today real fast. So they're saying that the design layout is simpler and more intuitive. First of all, you may not be seeing this because it's not been rolled out everywhere. And so when Facebook makes a change, it takes a while for that to be pushed out all over the place. Okay, so this, this, you may not be seeing this yet. And many times I'll be working with a client and we'll get in and be looking at their account and it looks different. Like there's just different things in different places. The core functionality though it usually is the same. But on this one, you may not be seeing it yet. So just know that if you go look at your page things that you may not be seeing it. The, the key what they're trying to do with the page design is make it so that you can go from your personal profile to your public page real easily. 
And that's always one of those things, especially for online responders, when you're responding as the page, just make sure you always look and see that it that you are responding as the page, that the picture is the icon for your page, not your personal picture there. That's just a basic, basic thing that's really important. So they're trying to make it simpler for people, they say, to see bios, posts, all sorts of information. I, I don't know what all it's going to be because I've not seen all of it. I'm working off of their technical documents that they've put out and information from them. The Facebook is also going to be creating a dedicated news feed for these pages. So this is for the very first time they're doing this. So your page can join a conversation. Your page can interact, it says, with fans and peers and other people. And then there's going to be a news feed. And it's going to, just like it is on your personal side, there's going to be information and new connections, pages, groups, all sorts of stuff. So that's going to be a possibility for you. And so they're, what they're trying to do is make visibility wider right? and make it more frequent in the people that follow your page in their newsfeed. So this is the biggest area, I think, with Facebook is they're always trying to tinker with that newsfeed because that's the biggest area that people go to and they can only put so much on it. There's only so much. That's a big part of what the algorithm does is deciding what gets shown to you. And there's a lot of variables that go into that. There's also a lot of preconceived ideas I think that people have on it about ooh, what is shown or what isn't shown. Uh, I'm not buying it because at the end of the day, they want to put content in front of you that interests you, that keeps you on their platform. They don't want to start squelching and getting rid of information that you care about because then you wouldn't be on Facebook. But the another thing that they're going to do to keep people on there and using it more is they're adding what's called a Q&A format. And this Q&A format is really kind of interesting. It's only available right now on your computer, so it's not going to be something that you could do from your phone. But from your page, you create a post, and then you're going to click on a thing that says host a Q&A. And then you put a topic on there that you would like your group members to ask you about, your page members, and then you click next. And then there's ways to add a picture, some stuff like that. And then you, you, you can put more information, like a post to go with that Q&A, and then you post it. And then it, if, if you keep, it keeps going, and it's going. And if you don't end your Q&A, it says that it's going to end it automatically after 24 hours. This is just a great way to get some questions, some engagement out there. Instead of having to encourage people, hey, in the comments, comment this. Do you like red or blue? Is this, you know, what color is this dress? You don't have to do that. You can just host a Q&A. And so they're simplifying that process as well. Another thing is that they're going to do is focus on page followers. This is the first thing that caught my attention. Is that they're really trying to get away from the likes and move towards followers. So they call the old pages classic pages. And in these classic pages, when people would like it, they were automatically followed your page. And people could unfollow the page and not see that post, any post from your page in their newsfeed, but they still liked it. But what they're saying is they think followers is an, a more important metric, and I totally agree on that. I, I have people who, who come to us and they say, we've got 20,000 people who like our page, and then I look at their actual organic engagement on a post. So they just put a post out on their page, and there's like 200 people or, or less sometimes that are actually engaging with the post. Post likes 
are a vanity metric. That's just what they are. It used to be really important. It is not now. The only part of that would be for social proof, for when people in a place where maybe there's not a lot of Christians would click to go to your, see your page and they see that others like it, well, then that gives them some of that social proof where they go, wow, there's, there's others like me who like this content. So the new thing that's going to happen is that if someone likes follows your classic page, well, that's still going to be there on your new page. All right, that, that, all of that's being transfer, transferred over. Okay, um, but page likes are not going to be an option on this new page, and page like counts are not going to be accessible as well. So they're just removing that aspect and just going with followers, which is what we want, because the more that people are following your page, the less you have to spend money to get those people to see your content so that your ad spend can be for growing the top of your funnel, getting new people into your page. So that's going to be a new thing that they're moving towards. Like I said, it's not out everywhere, so uh, don't be surprised if you don't see it. It may even take a while. They're also adding some page management tools, so they're giving you the ability to assign on a more on a more specific level permissions based upon what people are doing. So if they need to just do content, or if they're working on ads, or if they're handling messages, they're they're going to be changing the ability to assign what those page management tools and roles look like. So that's another big change that they're doing. And finally, this is the one that, honestly, this is the one that caught my attention besides the page likes. What they say is that they're adding safety and integrity features. They want Facebook to be a safe place. I have said all along, I feel like Facebook and Google and others are in a really hard spot. Twitter would be another one because they can't win for losing. They are, they're going to get bashed in a politically divided world. When a tragedy happens, people say, well, why aren't you moderating your content more? And yet then when they moderate content, people are like, oh, well, you're censoring us or this or that. And I, I would hate to be in their shoes. I, this is the, the driving focus to me, is this issue behind what is happening there. They're a business. And, and yes, data is important. And yes, they want people on their pages. And yes, they use functions like that little red dot that shows up that gets us to look to it. They're using all sorts of psychological and sociological tools to get us to use it. I get all of that. I also know that last month in December, nearly 4 million people saw something about Jesus. Several thousand people sent private messages in wanting to know more or with prayer requests. So these tools, we're using them to honor God and to do good things. One of the things that comes back to it, though, understanding that they are a business and what they're doing, I think they're really trying to make sure that the people using it are who they say they are, that they're not Russian hackers or Chinese hackers or, or North Korean or, or whatever else. Okay, You, you put your, your boogeyman in there, Okay, whatever government or whatever organization it might be. I think they're trying to make sure that people who are using Facebook and people who are running ads are who they say they are. And I think they are really trying to get rid of a lot of hate speech and violence, um, spam. But the one that popped out to me is impersonation. 
Since they're continuing to expand the visibility of a verified badge, they are verifying pages uh, probably three or four times a week now. I've got people saying to me, hey, our ad account got shot down, or we've had this happen, or whatever. And I go, well, yeah, it could be this verification process, which means they're going to come back in and say, wait a minute, who are you? Can you prove who you say you are? You say you're a business. What's your, your business? What documents can you prove to show that you really are a business? What documents can you show to, to prove that you really are a nonprofit? That's why even when you set up the page, it's important to, to say what it is and who you are. And so I, I just really believe the best course of action is to always just do things right. Yes, I understand there's security risk, and, and we're working on that. There is some, some really good really smart people, and I'm not one of them, all right? I'm not, I'm not putting myself in that bucket, but there's some really smart people who are, are working to try to figure out how can we protect people and still follow the terms of service. Here's my point. If you're using somebody else's account, or if you're impersonating a different person of who you, you're not, that person, they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. And you will get shut down. And your pages will get shut down. And if you try to start a new one, I'm pretty sure they can figure that out too. And there's so many tools. When you go outside of Facebook or the social media ones, if the government's trying to figure out who you are, they have a tremendous amount of capabilities. So many governments do. So it's not just social media. Okay, um, unless we're just comp- going to become Amish and go off grid, I- I'm just not sure that we can completely hide. That's just not the way security works. We don't want to be an easy target. We want to be smart. That's why you need to use a password. That's why you need to use you know, two-factor authentication and, fa- and follow those kind of things. But I really think it's important that at a, at a base level, the people using it are who they say they are. I really believe that is. Now, you may have the page set up by what they call as a digital hero, and in my definition, that is a person who's a real person, and it's their real account, and they really are setting it up, and then they might set up some of your people or you as editors or other people on the page, but you need to be who you are, and the people using it need to be that. So I really would encourage you to try to impersonate your grandma or have your whole team all using one person's account to log in That's just asking for trouble. And I look at this update from them and I'm like, yeah, they're telling us this is what they are doing. So there's a lot that's that's changing there. That's the way it rolls. They continue to change all of the time. That's the way social media is. That's the way our world is. And we at Kavanaugh Media, the coaching team that I'm a part of at mediatomovements.org, the groups like GMPI who are making fantastic content, others that I work with, other organizations, we united together as a coalition. We just want to see that people can use media and technology to make Jesus known. And I want with all of my heart to finish the task in this generation and to do whatever we can to experiment we're going to make mistakes. We are, we're going to have stuff happen, but to push as hard as we can to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to know who Jesus is.
So I hope that this podcast today, this information will help you. I hope you'll check it out. I really hope that I will see you on Tuesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can come to our Kavanaugh Media page. You can go to YouTube. You can go to GMPI. And we may have other partners where the page and the live feed is being shown in the future. But I hope to see you there. If you have questions for the show, reach out to us. Reach out to us, send us a message, and we would love to make that a part. We're not going to say your name, all right? So we'll keep you private there. But if you've got ideas or whatever it is, let us know. Until next time, keep pushing, keep testing, and may God be pleased with all that we do to make his son famous. Take care, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.